0: Welcome to the Orden Gillingham podcast. Today we're chatting with Calvin Mann, the president and founder of Encourage Me, I'm Young, a nonprofit mentoring organization based in Detroit, Michigan. Encourage Me, I'm Young has served more than 20,000 children nationwide through its initiatives, including Good Fathers Only, Smash Suicide, Respect Day, and regular mentorship programs. Calvin and his team are currently working on their next program, Reading is Life. He is with us today to discuss the mission of Encourage Me, I'm Young, and ways that parents, mentors, and teachers can all work together to help the children in their communities gain literacy and become passionate readers. Welcome, Calvin. We're so excited to chat with you today.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. So we're gonna just start right off. Would you take a moment or two or three or four and describe why, why you founded um, Encourage Me, I'm, Re- I'm Young, and its mission, as you see it. So, in
1: 2006, I run into this mom, and she asked me to mentor her son, right? So, she's up in West Bloomfield. She was a pastor at the time, and I forget how we met, and... Um, I went in and her son was playing video games, those types of things. He was in the ninth grade, which everyone deals with that. Maybe some video game addiction that we now know now, right? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I spent a a few hours with him and, you know, she paid well, like, and I, Mm -hmm. one-on-one mentoring is something that I wasn't really into, but where boy needed me, Mm -hmm. usually I'm on a act and so in that process um, she called me one day and asked me all these questions like what you gonna do with that clothesline this that and the other can you send me some pictures you know I did all this stuff and she called me and said her son took off he's flying doing what she needed him to do going to school got his vision on went to doing the work and was locked in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she said meet me for lunch right and we met for lunch, and she just slid this nonprofit across from me. She said, "You're gonna need this.
0: Mm.
1: What you just did for my son, you know, I can't thank you enough. But somehow, some way, he got your message.
2: Mm. What was your message? What were you? What was? What were you talking to him about? If you don't mind,
1: well, to if you know, I'm not so young anymore. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but to. <laughs> <laughs> to you know, to try to go back, I think more than anything, it was just him having a voice, a male's voice, Mm -hmm. right? And structuring his thoughts. Because at that Mm -hmm. time, normally uh, ninth grade boys are all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have a direction, they don't have a a drive, or they don't have sports. Even if they have sports or, you know, you got all these things going on as a boy. So, you know, we just kind of like, Structured him and encouraged him and, um, you know, gave him some mm-hmm. tools to point it out. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, you got two choices. It's left or right. Which one you choose because going straight ahead mm-hmm. really going to help you. So if you go to the right, what's over there? If you go to the left, what do you have?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And You know, um, then there was a lot more interaction, you know, you know, like I'm talking to you. Put the video game down.
2: Like mm-hmm.
1: Your mom is paying for this. Mm-hmm. get off that video game you know mm-hmm. um we got off we had you know some conversations and I was young at the mentoring but I had a strength from coaching and mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: always caring about people I mean this goes back to when I was a sophomore in high school and I was helping the varsity girls basketball coach so for me being a former athlete and everything it was easy for me to go in and navigate hmm
2: mm-hmm.
3: So when you were mentoring him, like, did you have an idea of what that would look like prior to just, you know, meeting with him or anything? Or or did you just kind of go in on the fly and, and decide what you were going to do and how you were going to mentor him in the moment?
1: Well, I'm going to give away a secret, right? Oh, okay. The secret okay. is I see things differently. Mm-hmm. So when I see a young man, I see things differently. Mm-hmm. So seeing him from that perspective was easy for me, right? Mm-hmm. It was for me, okay, so I see what's going on here. I know what's missing, you know, dad, you know, the dad voice is missing. The mm-hmm. dad's presence is missing, right? Then there's some guys and boys will manipulate mom till the sun comes up and it starts as early as two. Mm-hmm. That, do- well, that
3: doesn't happen in my fingers. house.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: They wrap parents around their fingers and so they uh-huh. have these mm-hmm. of ways, even up until you know they're in their adulthood. They still know how to mm. pull that little string right. on their parents. In this case, he took off. Mm.
2: It's funny because you know, kids kids who don't have a male presence in their home, uh no father at home or no positive uh, role models, um, at home that, you know, they spend all their day in school and all day in school, they're mostly surrounded by female teachers. And so most of the adult people that they ever come in contact with, especially in elementary school are women. And if they don't have mm-hmm. a, a, a strong male, you know, voice in their personal life, they don't have, they don't, it's hard for them to even ever hear that voice, you know? So that mentoring is, is crucial for, I love it when I see young men going into education, because mm-hmm. we don't have enough of that. We just do not. So well,
1: you most definitely need more, right? And, yeah. and, and based on society and the way society did things, uh, males start taking steps backwards. And, mm-hmm. and I always say, if you know, if we want to save families and restructure families, we have to begin to value fathers, value mm. the boy, value, right, even more so we can have right, how powerful, just think about this. I always say this, and it's it's funny to me, but how powerful would the United States be if we never had racism or hate? Mm. Or if we didn't do things according to how powerful would we be, mm-hmm. how creative could we be across the globe? If we just tapped into everybody equally, right? Mm-hmm. So even if we never got into the isms or anything like that, mm-hmm. I think, right? Even on the fatherhood side, we don't even realize how important fathers are, right?
0: Mm-hmm. If we
1: get into an in-depth into the information. Boys become men. Men become husbands. Husbands become fathers. Mm-hmm. And we have to get that lined back up. But going into mm-hmm. education. Uh, We were offered all these other things and, peep this, we were told as boys that the different and the various jobs that we could, like, we could compete for nursing, but we were (laughs) told that was just for women.
2: Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm.
1: We could suddenly, we could, we could be teachers, but Mm -hmm. we just thought that's not enough money to Mm -hmm. provide for your family. Mm -hmm. That's what we have been telling ourselves. Mm -hmm as an american culture Mm
2: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. with that being the case herein lies the problem 92 percent of what's wrong with society today comes from absent fatherhood
0: Mm. well in working in the schools i worked in the schools for over 30 years and you know when i would sit down with parents just getting a father to engage in the conversation sometimes or show up for parent-teacher conferences it was almost like they the, the understanding was that's the mom's job. And so we found that in schools we had, we did donuts with dads and, you know, and watchdog dads and, and uh, we did things like have dads come in uh, for career day and things like that, just to draw in the fathers just, and, and here's another thing. Some of the fathers would sometimes being not really embarrassed to come up to the school, but then they would share that, you know, I was horrible and as I was a horrible student. And so they, I don't know if sometimes the school feels as welcoming to them on a Mm -hmm. male's perspective as it does a female's perspective. And sometimes Mm -hmm. schools might need to make that extra effort not to gender bias it. Does that make sense?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it does, but let's, you know, if we're in this area, you have to look at us, right? As Dr. Warren Farrell says, that men are born to die. Mm. We're only evaluated on our protection model mm. and our provision model, right? Wh- wh- who celebrates us, right? Mm. You know, and who values us, right? And so we, we have to be in charge of changing how we treat each other as men, right? We've mm-hmm. been used wars. We've been used mm-hmm. to build. We've been used for all of these things, right? And now the young boy, right, this generation, they're going to look forward to being fathers because a certain segment of us are getting louder and louder getting mm-hmm. how good it feels to be dead. I yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to we have to put that out there more and more and more. We're way more valuable. God made us more valuable now. We don't have to get into it, but mm-hmm. God made us more valuable. We have we men come with a lot of wisdom. And that's the area we speak from. And a lot of times we've been told, right? We've been said, Oh, be quiet. You don't know what you're talking about because we have a different process. We process different. And mm-hmm. so what happens is when you go to your dads, all you guys had dads when you went to him, he had the best advice. So um, valuing that is really on all of us. Mm -hmm.
2: Interesting. So Kelvin reading is life. I love the way that I love that reading is life. Can you describe that? What, what is it? What, what what made you want to start this initiative and, and explain it to us a little bit?
1: So, (laughs) you know, I taught my daughter and I taught my sons to read. Right. And, Um, I always had this way of teaching my kids to read, right? And um, when I was a young man, I had to, uh, back then it was safe enough for a young boy to walk to the library, you know? And and so outside of school, my mom made sure that, you know, I wrote stories, African-American heroes, things like that. That's just for her outside of school. The reason why I call it reading is life is because Reading is tagged at everything you do. And what happened is, is we've taken that away, right? Mm-hmm. By way of poverty, by way of treatment. If you give the girl the book and you give the boy the game, who's behind?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why are our boys not getting the book at the same time the girl get the book? Mm-hmm. And so when, when we start looking at the dynamics Everyone's looking for the boy, but where is he? He's has conditioned himself in these roles. And so, because of that, reading his life was a way for me to gain access. So when I launched my children's book, right? Adventures of Owen and Luther, when I launched that, that put me in the lane. Now I can knock on some doors and say, hey, give me them kids three to seven. We're gonna teach them how to read in prevention. Mm. So in other words, if we can, if we can take 25 boys and teach them to read by the age of five, right, how much better is it for you, the teacher, when you get this boy, he's disciplined, he's reading, he's learning at the same pace, Mm -hmm. right, and he's a little more mature than immature. Reading has a way of allowing us to soar.
2: Mm. So did, so did you say that you wrote a book?
1: Yes. Uh, my children's book is named adventures of Oba and Luther. It's a story of two boys. Um, and it was a friend of mine. We were in the basement making music and every time I come over there, they always want to be, you know, tough and, you know, salute. And, you know, and I always told them, you know, where I come from, I, I got a different perspective. And so they bugged me so much. One day, I just told them, "You know what?" I'm, and I cracked this joke. I said, "You know, I'm gonna make this children's book." I'm sitting down and I'm writing a story. And I ended up writing five stories. And I kept this laptop with stories and music and and somebody broke into my house for the oh. first.
2: time. no!
1: Yes, and it was what's what's funny is the person that did it literally approached us right for help and so I'm like yeah it was it was it was it's funny wow. I, I had to laugh about it because the only thing's missing is my little laptop
2: oh <laughs> the worst thing they could have stolen but right
1: and so I oh. it took me a couple of days, but I sat in um uh, in the backyard. God just said it's already in your head go write it and I went back all right. Yep. very
2: good i uh, now I have to read it I haven't read your book I need to read that
1: oh it's 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 uh it's a uh, thank you <laughs> yep, thank you and it's it's funny because they say it's ten lessons in the book and so it's about a young man moving into the neighborhood and both of the young men have both parents and they go on this adventure and then the in the story is this wise mole so the wise mole comes up out of the ground, and they have to ask the wise mole, "Where's the adventure?" Mm. The wise mole gives them choice; they select, and they choose, <laughs> and they go off to this adventure. The first one is about bullying, and it's 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 uh it's it's for me, you know, you know, and for the people, I haven't heard anybody call and say, "Cal, this story is whack." You know, it's, it's <laughs> you know, I haven't heard that. You know, so that's a good thing, right? Um, Brilliant Detroit, bought a ton of them. So I did readings for Brilliant Detroit. I'm going to do some more for them. And um, it's just, it's 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 a gift. It really is that something that many years, someone said you, you'd never be
0: mm-hmm. and you were
1: doing it. And I, I, I look back on some of the stuff when I first got on Facebook in 2009 and I was like, who wrote that? You know what I mean? Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I know I didn't write that. And now- I'm writing and, and I've got an op-ed and all kind of stuff. So Um,
2: would you ever have thought growing up that you would be mentoring and, and having a, this much impact on young people? I mean, did you have someone when you were young who had a huge impact on you?
1: So I come from um, a great lineage of family. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: My great, great grandfather was the first pastor on television. Ooh. My 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 father's father was the pastor, and my mother's father was the deacon at the same church, which they built from ground up. My dad was the first gospel uh artist on Motown and gave the world a happy day.
2: Yo way. Oh, oh really?
1: Yes. There's a whole nother story. That's uh, awesome.
3: And
1: that, that so that's a we, sounds like a good story. Yeah. <laughs> so we I grew up watching my mom helping prostitutes off the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my parents split, you know, I used to go chase the be with my dad. Mm-hmm. And so I watched my dad help, you know, seniors with paneling and things like that. Mm-hmm. And my family structure, uh, which our song, Put Your Family First, is on the website. You can download it for 90 cent. my, 99 cents. My family structure uh, is huge. And so we shot part of the video from my grandparents' home, my mother's grandparents, over 216 bodies came out of that house.
2: Oh, wow. That's wow. awesome.
1: So my mom's parents had 11. My dad's parents had 10. Mm. And we, we have marriages upon marriages upon marriages, nieces, nephews. My son just got married. Like, And family and giving is something mm-hmm. we've always done. Mm. So even as far on my dad's side. And as far as on my mom's side, we have always been involved,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Even foster care, the whole nine, we have always been involved.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And how many so
3: siblings. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no. I was just curious because you didn't mention How many siblings did you have?
1: So we have a total of 10. Mm. Oh, my okay. Eight boys and two girls. Woo. Uh, the first of seven. So it's seven original mm-hmm. then are three more and we're all together.
2: Mm. You know, I, I come from a big family too, and I'll tell you, it is so invaluable for little people to know their aunts and uncles and their cousins and their grandma and grandpa, mm-hmm. because everybody's accountable to everybody when you have a big family. And I think, I mean, that, that is perfect training <laughs> for a person like you, who's going further and mentoring people. And I mean, you grew up with, with built-in mentors in your family.
1: My story is a journey, mm. a journey. you know, I've been through some things and mm. considering those things that I've been through, right. Mm. They were very impactful in my life, but I didn't let them, I didn't lay down. Right? Yeah. they I, I could have several mm-hmm.
2: times and mm-hmm. what
1: I did was I literally, um, this, the, the last is I was, it was something in me to help me get back up. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, with that being the case, those are the tools literally that I transfer, mm-hmm. right? To these, mm-hmm. young, to these boys, like mm-hmm. you have to have a certain toughness about you spiritually. Mm -hmm. it's different when you're going through something and you just, you know, because that pain, sometimes it it takes a second to go away. Mm -hmm. Spiritually got to be tough and you got to know. And, you know, in my case, God put people in my path that, you know, because at one point I didn't even call my brothers and sisters and I was on the floor with a blanket in somebody's apartment in the second floor, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you see, but Mm -hmm. it was just me and God at that point. I understood that, what God needed me to do at that point, as a person, I knew I had to get rid of things that I had done to others, right? And I was a good person, Mm -hmm. never been a bad person, but there were things that we have to reap from some of our actions. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: for me, it was, okay, you did not whoop me long enough. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to you. I'm gonna listen to you,
2: Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and
1: you. And ever since then, my life has been incredible.
2: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So Calvin, one more question from me, and then I'll let Katie, (laughs) I I feel like I'm monopolizing here, but what do you want everybody to know about reading his life? I mean, what do you want to, to convey so that everybody really understands your mission?
1: Everything that we do, we just want everyone to engage, empower, and encourage. We have developed this thing and that's all this reading piece is going to do. It's mm-hmm. all we're going to do. We repeat this time and time and time again. That encouragement piece is such a huge piece mm-hmm. to the fabric of our people, our children, our husbands, our wives. Encouragement is such a huge um, component that we need. And so the one thing I want them to take away, uh, if I can make the shameless plug, one, I want you to buy a t-shirt and watch Mm -hmm. what changes your environment. So -hmm. that's the first thing. But secondly, I want you to use encouragement. I I think Mm -hmm. that it is something that moves people.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a follow-up question just to that. Where can you get a t-shirt?
1: yeah oh, <laughs> well, you go to emmy world it's called emmy world for a reason e-m-i-y world
3: E-M-I-Y. okay
1: yeah got E-M-I-Y. it t-shirt.com get you a t-shirt and while you're there you'll see where it says put your family first it's a nice song for you listen you got those two boys watch when you put that encourage me i'm young mm-hmm. t-shirt i am young t shirt
0: on do no not watch <laughs> what happened
1: and I, and I always say it's more than a t-shirt but we haven't adopted that tagline yet, but it's more than a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's
3: like more it. than a T-shirt. Wow, it's count
2: me in. Me too. <laughs> Even right. though I'm not young, I'll wear the T-shirt. You're supposed to rock it. You. Are,
1: you <laughs> it. I wear mine all the time. I get calls from adults all the time. Dudes, speaking engagements, everything. Like I got my Emmy on. I'm about to walk into this speech. You, I got to tell you, I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Grandmothers, great grandmothers. I mean,
2: yes, we're all
1: young. It, it, yes, if, if based on numbers, even when you're a hundred, you're still young. Based, yeah, on, <laughs>
2: that's right. 100.
1: So it's it's for all of us. It really is. Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: All right.
3: Well, I had a question actually that I was just thinking about this as part of this, as part of this, and this mentoring piece. What do you provide to kids as part of this mentoring piece? And do you have like mentors, um, volunteer, and how does it work?
1: So, yes, everything we've done pretty much has been volunteer. As a matter of fact, over the years, we have some numbers like 1.5 through income, 1.5 in in in-kind donations, period, for mentoring, grants, whatever you want to think about since 2007, that has been the impact, right? So we mm-hmm. use fathers, right? So Good Fathers Only now has its own nonprofit, but we use the fathers. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it takes 12 mentors to equal one father. Fathers bring a value that is not seen. So we use the fathers and even broken fathers. It helps them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because now if I don't have access to my children or, you know, I'm feeling a certain way about how I grew up, I'm mentoring it starts allowing men to reflect on themselves. That's why it's called mentoring. I call it mentoring. When a man Mm -hmm. is involved, touring places for you to go is possible. Mm -hmm. And so we have to, uh, we have that, uh, we teach them to lead, right? And there's Mm -hmm. no, like this session we got going right now, it's 10, 11, you know, we kind of closed it up last week, but we got calls for like five people want to still come, because we do fourteen weeks. Hmm. And um, in the in that fourteen weeks, we evaluate them, then we break them down. We start getting them to run, you know, right. We start showing them how to exercise properly, basics, push ups, things like that. And then they have to peer partner, so they get a peer partner. They have to research. Then they have to learn a pledge. Then they have to sell product to build their own scholarship. Then they have to do community service. After 14 weeks, at the end, they have to do this this ceremony. And at this ceremony, they have to say everything that it is that they've been taught for their dreams and their goals and their personal. Then they get this, I'm a future leader's jacket, right? Mm. And when they get that, I'm a ME future leader's jacket, right? It brands them. And at that particular point, Uh, The stories that we're already hearing from last year. So, so far this session, it's not a lot of emotion. Last year, a couple of the kids were very emotional. Mm. And then COVID hit and we ended up Mm. uh, having the guys online and we bought some software. So they helped design the innovation lab for the ME Palmer Center. So the kids were involved intricately in that. And so then when we brought it back and went hybrid, one of my kids walked in there who had listened and you every now and then you'll get one kid two kids right so i got 1.5 almost two kids because the one kid is literally just gradually just kept growing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one kid he was in a dark place last year right and mm-hmm. so, so talkative but by the end of the program and then when they had to get their little T-shirt kits where they had to design shirts for our campaign, right? Uh, which I'm sure you guys talk about. But when we got into that, they had to die- design a T-shirt to give to another kid who may be down.
2: Mm.
1: When I show up to the house, this kid, he's at the door. His mom, like, he's waiting on you, right? So I show up to the house to give him his kid, you know? And he- you can just see the mm-hmm. comments. You know? mm mm-hmm you know, the vibrantness and all of that, right? So then he comes in to the program. He's 13. He got muscle. This boy got cat. He (laughs) he is focused, right? And that's where you see, okay, now we got one, right? Mm -hmm. We had one before. He's now at the University of Michigan, Mm -hmm. the number two center in the country. Mm -hmm. Listen, he was big. Overweight. Now he's a big time 4.0 leader. Was That's a captain great. More at CAS Tech. You know what I mean? So mm. getting them prepared. So when they walk into high school, you got a different kid. But mm. this kid, uh, man, I have to say, he came in. This boy really got it. You know what I mean? And so mm. I was so like, I'm looking at him, you know, he's smiling and, okay, I need you to do this. So they had to do a project where they couldn't write. They couldn't use their phones, but you had to study a black history figure and you gotta bring that information in and you gotta be able to run it off your head, all right? And he came in and literally,
0: <laughs> I just was
1: looking at this guy, I was like, he just don't even realize in the next two months, when I get finished with him, mm. he's gonna be on a whole nother level. That mean his last year his last two sessions, which will be this fall and next spring, when I cut him loose, when he walk into high school, they gonna it's, he gonna be like he's a junior?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, it's gonna be like a freshman. And he's a junior. So those are the things that we get out of our program. Mm-hmm. We know we have to multiply, so we got a ten city plan, and we want to, you know. <laughs> we, Atlanta, young lady from Atlanta, she didn't like that. So she was like, uh, I'm going to use every resource I got to bring you here. So, you know, it, it just takes, it's taking on mm-hmm. the type of growth that you want.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Calvin, do you typically work um, with boys or is this girls and boys?
1: No, it's strictly boys for boys. us. Boys, okay. But our awareness is for everyone.
2: Sure, yeah, yeah, okay. Our awareness
1: is across the board, but our work is strictly seeding the lives of boys to Got the persons of family. Okay. We have to restore the idea of family in our boys. All right. Mm-hmm.
3: So, and you said that there's 14 sessions that they go through, right?
1: 14 weeks, yep.
3: 14 weeks. And then, like, typically how many how many kids do you have going through these sessions, like at a time that you're mentoring?
1: It depends on our resources. Our resources has been is low. And then you got a lot of people dealing. Of course, you all know 8 million people fell into poverty. So a lot of parents and in our program, we're pulling from four different counties. So kids come into the city to get the program. And, um, you know, it's a fee, a certain fee, a small fee, right? but it's just 14 weeks. So when you add up $150 over 14 weeks, that's not Friday's week, right? But Mm -hmm. that helps us do what we need to do as far Mm -hmm. as helping pay for the gym and some other little Mm knickknacks. Because again, we rely solely on our product, Mm -hmm. those types of things, because the competitiveness for grants and, and the way we do our thing, right? And so 14 weeks, theory of change, University of Michigan said, hey, we watched this program uh, we we love this. Um, and, and she literally said, you got to offer this to more than just Wayne County. I say, well, if you can find me a gym in Oakland County and give me a gym and get me some dad and get me some more people, we can do it. If you can find me a gym in Alabama, give me mm-hmm. some people, give me some dads, we can do it. We can train them and prepare them and mm-hmm. do the work that we need to do, but that's going to take a lot of capital. Mm-hmm. And in that mm-hmm. process, you know, because of what we do, um, it's just very, very important that we gain that.
3: When you when you said there's a small fee for them to do this this program, there, is that what you said? Yeah. So do they have like scholarship opportunities to do it too?
1: Not at this point. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's again, it's fourteen weeks, one hundred and fifty. I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. They gave away 150 at McDonald's. So I'm sure you can have it. <laughs>
3: oh yeah. I was just I was curious to see like if that was something in the works or something yeah, okay, I would probably thought about, yeah. but you know, the scholarship yeah. piece of it for those kids, you know, that might need it the most too.
1: Well, in the past we had, you know, a nice sponsor. And mm-hmm. so they it kind of waived for half the kids to fee. Okay. Right? You know what I mean? It right. Just on, you know, where it comes in at. And then um, it's, 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 again, it's, I'm, I'm proud of what we do.
3: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's probably worth every penny. I was yes. just curious for people yeah. listening. If there were
1: that, but, gee, that's all we, you know, because of where we are, you know, that's where we, we leave it. You know what I yeah, mean? Right. Yeah. More than that. Believe me. Like, oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Per session. Each one of our sessions are like 45,000. Right. That's what it's supposed to cost. Mm-hmm. Wow have to, we have to work, work, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. So Kelvin, how can teachers thinking about education, how can teachers work with parents and mentors, um, to help support what you're doing? What can teachers do? Well, and what um, could, and what can, and what can, um, parents, um, and mentors do to help teachers? So it goes both ways. mm -hmm. Um,
1: so we, we, we love to teach the Emmy way. We just got into a school. Um, we just got into a school in uh, Southfield, uh, All Southfield right. regional uh academic campus, right. Uh, where I was actually uh, mentoring for free over there. It's a great story. And in that process, you know, we were able to apply. Now we are over there and we're going to do an eight week Emmy elite program for the high school and it's boys and girls.
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, okay.
1: Yep. And so, but we're gonna, again, the best way that I can say that we can help each other is go to emmyworld.com, click that smash suicide button.
2: Okay. Anyway,
1: and the Emmy way is right there, a free download for everybody because we know the more we, right? It's easier, right? If you can engage your classroom, each one of you are being a teacher, you know, you have to engage that pupil in front of you. Mm-hmm. You have to, right? What good is it you're gonna be teaching nobody if you don't have them engaged or mm-hmm. not in focus? So, you know, is engage, empower, and encourage. And that's what I've been doing for 35 years.
2: So, Calvin, can you tell us about Smash Suicide?
1: So in 2018, um, we were preparing for our National Respect Day, right? So the state of Michigan gave me April 6th Forever, we do a national respect day. And teaching respect in schools, right? And so in 2018, 2019, we got five schools in the city, right? And we're coming outside in. We can't, you know, I don't know what you know, but we're outside in, but we got these five schools, impact the schools, things change. Mm-hmm. But in 2018, I'm saying this link pops up on my computer, and I read this computer about. Boys, 5 to 11, being number one in suicide. At this time,
0: mm,
1: mm, five mm. To 11, young black boys, right? Mm. So I'm going... Did I just read that? 5 it, to 11? It's it's,
3: it's, it just... It takes your breath away.
1: It takes your breath away, right? Yeah. So, so I'm going... Uh, okay. So right away, if some bugs me, it bugs everybody. So everybody is looking and researching my wife you know we're looking and we were seeing very little so 2019 i'm speaking at uh mary grove college and i'm talking to you know and i'm, I'm speaking and i say it again because it's bugging me mm-hmm. I'm telling my board and the people like i gotta do something about this mm-hmm.
2: right?
1: and so when i i'm at mary grove and i speak and, and i said somebody an outburst a friend of mine he yells oh, come on, doc, that, come on, doc, come on, for real, like, he was shocked right where I'm in the middle of speaking. Like, so, he
3: wasn't believing what you were saying.
1: He couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, well, I mean,
3: because it is shocking. It's like, it's shocking. five? Like,
1: yep. it, it's. At five, right? So, yeah. I sit down, and I look, and he looks over me, and his eyes are big, and he's going, you're telling the truth. I say, man, since when are you knowing me to tell a lie, brother? Come on, now, you know? Mm-hmm. And then So, you know, from there, I decided to flip my website and then I launched my children's book that December, which allowed me to get into the lane. Mm-hmm. And so we took over and now Luther and they're going to be on billboards and we put them on a billboard during COVID and we raised the awareness. Our mm-hmm. boys need encouragement. Mm-hmm. Put the billboard on eight mile and went all over Southeastern Michigan was on all the digital boards the whole night and we're coming again and we're going to keep coming, and we're going to keep coming. Mm -hmm. And when you get into the information about the boys, that age group, Black boys, Mm -hmm. boys one and two. So while you're, while we're playing these isms, these games, look at what is reaping. Look who's paying. Mm -hmm. What's happening. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we're not paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. I am. And so we're, We go hard. I flipped my whole website. So when you go to the website, you see the Suicide Prevention Colors, the 1-800. We partner with them the whole night. And we're coming. And we're not letting up because Mm -hmm. we cannot have a society. We already have accepted a lot of things in Mm -hmm. our country, in this world, Mm -hmm. with children. We're accepting a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But five?
2: No.
3: Mm -hmm. It should bug everybody, right?
1: Unacceptable. It should. But understand that that is not the case. Mm. A lot right. of times people only move when it affects them. It mm. only moves
3: it... will bother them in the moment, but not enough to not enough, make not, a difference or change.
1: This is why I hate the isms. Mm-hmm. Nepotism, colorism, racism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Because
1: they're in a way of real, true progress. And you Just think about how many gifted kids are not even expressing their gifts.
2: Mhm.
1: They don't even get to show them, right?
2: Mhm.
1: You can't even show your gift because all that garbage.
2: Mhm.
1: And it's us the adults who have to mm Mhm.
2: Well, that's it's a, it's inspiring to hear you talk. Absolutely. It's so we need a, a hundred thousand million zillion more of you <laughs> to help, to get, to get the message out to everybody. It's awesome. It's, it's... thank you. Thank you. Well done. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. I'm, I, I I think I'm weird, but
2: <laughs> you're
3: not weird. Well, you know, well, you kind of are, but no, I'm just kidding. No, but kidding. here's the thing. The <laughs> weirder, the better. That's the mantra in our house. If you're not weird, then you're not interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, That's what makes you way. unique.
1: I, I mean in a good way i don't mean in a negative way i i believe that um even in a lot of you know i i think I'm this this guy that's weird but in a good
2: way yes right you know? it makes everybody
3: <laughs> unique right the clearer, the that's better it. that's that's what we say in our house if, <laughs> if you it. weren't weird you wouldn't be unique it wouldn't be who you are no,
2: that's it. <laughs> okay. is there anything else that you'd like to share or any questions that you think we should we, you'd like us to focus on
1: the one thing I would you know I'd love to leave you with and I think it's important that we we I mean all of us begin to evaluate how we use our words toward each other mm. I think it's it's just ultimately the biggest issue mm-hmm. to me on how we talk to each other how we process and think and say Mm -hmm. about each other, right? I think these are the areas for which we can tear down some of these isms. Mm -hmm. We can get beyond trying to understand what everything has convinced us through these medias and all these other things of how to love, respect, and care for one another, right? Um, And I think that's the one thing that I would love for you to really take away from everything that you asked me and what you heard here was my words, Mm. words, my deeds and my actions are all lined up. And because of that, um, we are on our way to a different place. Just in the last two days, we were blessed beyond blessed and it's going to continue because more and more people are going to understand what we can do versus what we can't do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't want to teach our kids can't. Mm-hmm. We all know that we can, so.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice, good.
1: That way, I think that's the best thing that I could uh, say, and, and anything is possible
2: mm-hmm.
1: to write words toward one another.
2: Mm-hmm. It's that simple, it's isn't it? It is hope. simple. Yeah, simple. yeah, yeah, awesome.
1: It's that simple. Take, take the judgment. Take your little judgment glasses off and just see people
2: mm-hmm. as people. Mm-hmm.
1: And you're yep. be surprised at what you get.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Good words to end on. Yes.
0: yes. I love the tone of positive because, you know, you can get really you can go down that negative trail and you can get overwhelmed with everything that you can't control and you can feel very overwhelmed, but really it's, they, it's kind of an easy thing if you just change your mindset. I'm talking as a teacher mm-hmm. and just encourage. I love those three E's. I want to put that up in every training that I do because I think sometimes it's a side of learning that we tend to forget about that really engage, empower, and encourage needs to be the undercut of everything that we do academically or just by being human. So I love that.
1: So make sure you just use the Emmy way, sister.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) And And get a t-shirt. And get a t-shirt. And and get get that t-shirt.
0: Yeah. When you go
1: into class, your kids are going to be like, what is that?
0: Mm-hmm. oh yes
1: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right
1: again go to emmyworld.com world.com, and support us the best way you can donation volunteer whatever you want uh, we can most definitely use um, whatever is given and no nothing's gonna stop us Just all right. like, no matter what the obstacle is
0: Awesome. Oh, wonderful. Such it was time r- chatting with you. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yes. It was so
1: nice that you
3: joined us tonight and I just feel encouraged. I really like this. I enjoyed my time with you. It was so nice meeting you. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Thank you, Calvin. Great.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Not a much. problem. Thank you babe. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you everyone for joining us tonight and listening to Calvin Mann and his encourage me. on. I'm young, non-for-profit mentoring program. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Good night. Good night. Bye, Sam. Bye, Bye. guys.